it feels in some way, how, however, however, you know, uh, however much of a fantasy this is, it, it feels as if I'm, I'm doing something about it that I'm, um, that I'm, uh, that I'm managing it in some way that, that I have some sort of control over the loss of my mother, which of course I, I don't. Hello, and welcome to Freelance Pod. My name's Sachandrika Chakrabarti, and I'll be your host. The voice you just heard in the cold open belongs to this episode's interviewee. She's author Rachel Verona Cotti. I found Rachel through a long reads piece she wrote about mourning online. When she wrote the piece, she had lost her mother just 18 months before. Grief and how we deal with it in a digital age, which I feel is a lot more openly than we used to, is a theme that absolutely fascinates me. And I let Rachel tell you the story of me and um, why I might care so much about grief. And um, she she explains it just here. I and and just to just to acknowledge explicitly. I mean, I, you know, I my mom was. 62 when she died and I I feel as if she I wish she could have had so much more time than she did um you know ovarian cancer is awful um and that said I still did get three decades with her uh you um and I still have my father you I I can't know what it is like to lose both my parents before I'm, I was 20, the way that, that you did. And I, and, and that's, and that's a wholly different thing. And, uh, you know, it, it, and that's, you know, I, uh, and I would never even pretend, uh, to, to understand, uh, to understand that I would have dealt with this I think quite differently at, at, at age 20 and young people. Uh, yes, especially are, are, it's so terrifying for them to be around. And, and it's actually, it's something that I've thought about. And, and when you mentioned to me, uh, how old you were when you lost your parents, uh, I, I thought about it again because even, even as somebody, you know, in, you know, I was, um, I guess, say I was 32 when my mom died. Um, it is still so, despite the fact that I, I had wonderful support from a lot of angles of my life or from many, many corners of my life, there are just a lot of people who do not know, they just do not know what the fuck to do with it. They just don't. And, and I don't, and I don't blame them because of course, how, how can you know? And it is so terrifying and it's exactly what you said. You lose, you lose your father and then, and then that the people, and then people around you realize, Oh, I could, I could lose my father too. You know, it's like this, um, it's like, uh, being sort of shot through with this realization of mortality that we generally just sort of wander around, um, 
not thinking about because how could we function if we were always thinking about how we're all going to die? So I think you can tell from what Rachel just had to say that we had a great conversation and she really listened to me. And I think for the moment, I'm happier with her telling my story in her words. And it might be a little while before I I get to telling those stories myself on a microphone on this podcast. But I will put links in the show notes to personal essays I've written about my parents and about their deaths and about grief um but you know beyond that i decided to tackle this difficult subject on this particular episode because free lots pod has been going for one whole year um it had its first birthday on sunday the 10th of november and it was what i hoped would happen when i launched it but i i didn't know if i would make it this far And so I've been making a podcast entirely by myself for a whole year. And um, I'm so pleased I managed to do it. And it's been an incredible year involving three live recordings, um, a Love You Award shortlisting, and getting to talk to just incredible people, meeting other podcasters, learning so much about this medium. And um, yeah, just a quick reminder that I still got my third live recording to go. It's on Sunday, 17th of November, so it's a couple of days away. And it's at the Boulevard Theatre in Soho. So I'm making my uh, stage debut in uh, in Soho. So um, tickets are £12. They're still available online at the Boulevard Theatre website. Do come along to see me interview science author Gemma Mill. And we'll talk about how to get a non-fiction book published, um, how to self-brand yourself online, and how hype gets us really weird science and tech headlines like robots are going to steal your jobs like they're not it's hype and it's ridiculous so we'll be talking about all of that in a fun way so do come and join us um but yeah back to this episode i decided to tackle a heavy subject and and one that will always fascinate me and that will probably return to many times and uh, Rachel was a brilliant person to talk about grief and the internet and the specific loss of a mother, which is not like anything else. So um, I'm just going to let her speak for herself. Here we go. I am somebody who uh, really thrives on uh control or at least the illusion of control. Uh, I thrive on feeling as if I can organize things into a narrative. Uh, and so I think, I think for me, uh, one of the ways that I dealt with the sort of, just sort of wallop of, of grief was uh to was to find some sort of way uh to as you said to to sort of parse parse it through language to, to even though i think and i you know i think this is something we talk about a lot that language fails us so often when it comes to talking about something as as big and bulky and um and visceral as grief I, 
I found uh, some, uh, I don't know if relief is the right word, but, uh, but some, there was something soothing um, about writing it out, uh, about uh, our finding, trying to find ways to articulate it. And I think, uh, I think that there are a couple reasons uh, for that. Uh, first, again, there's there's the sort of illusion, uh, delusion <laughs> uh, of of control uh, that if uh, if I'm able to 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 put this into a narrative, to uh, to tweet about it, uh, to write. Uh, an Instagram caption to to write essays uh, for the internet about uh, different facets of of uh, my grief process, uh, then it it feels in some way how however however you know uh, however much of a fantasy this is it it feels as if I'm I'm doing something about it. That I'm, um, that I'm, uh, that I'm managing it in some way. That that I have some sort of control over the loss of my mother, which of course I, I don't. Uh, when also when I'm when I'm doing these things, when when I'm writing, when, when I'm doing something that has a very sort of rigorously intellectual component, um, in in a strange way, even though, uh, writing about my mother still, you know, takes a real emotional toll, uh, when I'm actually in, in it, when I'm actually doing the work of, uh, of writing, then I'm not, I'm not feeling as acutely the, the loss because, I'm, I'm turning it into, uh, in an intellectual endeavor, uh, in, in it, in its way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something with it that, um, you know, me on, on a selfish note is, um, a kind of, uh, soothing or, re- you know, maybe a relief for me. Um, and, and also that something that could be, could be useful, uh, perhaps for others. Um, and, uh, and so I think, uh, I think those, uh, those are sort of two of the, the impulses, uh, behind it. I I think also this, I've been using this, um, I've been using this, uh, reference, uh, here and there. Uh, I think about, uh, the moment in the second season of Fleabag where Fleabag, uh, has, uh, she's just come from her mother's funeral funeral and she's telling Boo, I don't, I just don't know what to do with all the love I have for her. I don't know where to put it. Um, and so, I think for me, writing about it, writing essays online, tweeting, I think all of that has been for me um, part of this larger effort 
to figure out where uh, where I'm where I put where to put that love, uh, where where to put all of these feelings, how to how to navigate uh, this relationship that is now, uh, you know, it's it, it's ongoing. I will continue to have this relationship with my mother, and this is something I think you get to in in your essay on uh, on the outline uh, about grief processes uh, too. You know that relationship continues, but uh, but now it's 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 just me. Uh, it's it it's uh, it's me. There there's no there's no corporeal. Uh, maternal presence. Uh, so, so everything sort of becomes diffuse. Uh, so, so in, in those ways, uh, the, the internet, uh, has, has been helpful really. And then, and then of course there, you know, there's, there's the community aspect. I, you know, uh, the internet can be a terrible place. It can also, it, it is also the place where I've made, uh, wonderful, wonderful friends and have, uh, and they have been absolutely tremendous, uh, in this, uh, year and a half since I lost my mother. The experience of losing somebody so close to me, um, I, I had never had that. And now it was happening with my mother. (laughs) So, um, I was, really just, uh, am still, you know, just totally, um, just sort of come confounded by it. Um, and so, so I, I think, uh, yes, uh, leading up to her death, I, again, I, I you know, I, you know, we keep coming back to this word organize, but I, and I think, um, and I think that that, was just, was what I was trying to do that I, I had that my brain felt so consumed by, uh, by what was happening, um, by, uh, the anxiety that I felt, uh, about her, uh, imminent and certain loss, um, and uh, and just everything that was happening, and and the feelings were just you know they're just so uh, oceanic you know just 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 enormous and and uh, and sort of un, unrelenting that again I think I I reached for. Uh, a mechanism of control, which for me tends to be writing. I think through writing. I, um, that's, that is how I organize my thoughts. And so, um, and so it, it just sort of happened that I began, you know, not, not in any, uh, really systemic way, but, uh, but then just sort of started, uh, started posting about it a lot, just, uh, things I observed, uh, nothing that would have, nothing I hope that, you know, would have infringed upon my mother's privacy or my family's privacy, but, 
uh, you know, things that I, things that I was feeling the, um, you know, it's, it's such a grief is, you know, one of the things that can be so, um, so, so, um, difficult uh, about it is it it's in one of the things that makes it so difficult to wrangle is that there's just there's just so much about it that you can't anticipate that you just as you said that you can't know until you feel it and uh and there's really no no way to know what you're going to feel because there's no template for it everybody grieves in a way that's very specific to them and who they are and 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 specific to the relationship that they had with uh with that person, uh, they're losing and, and what their most intimate and private thoughts are about that. Um, so, um, so, so it did sort of become this way. Uh, it's also very, and it's very isolating, I think. And, uh, and this is probably is something that is connected to my extroversion. Um, I don't like to feel isolated and, and feeling this feeling of grief, uh, that, um, you know, it was, I understood it as being so fundamental to me and to my relationship, uh, with, with my mother, um, even having a really wonderful support system. Um, it's not something that you can share. And obviously I, I don't, you know, um, all, any of, uh, all of us, you know, those of us who, who lose people, uh, sooner than, uh, then seems fair. Uh, you know, none of us want the people we care about to experience that sort of thing. But, but, but the fact remains that it is, it is nonetheless a really sort of isolating circumstance. And so I think, uh, there was, there was a, a, a way in which I was sort of reaching out and, and, and it was, um, and it was, it, it was wonderful. And, 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 and really, um, really, uh, warming in in its way, uh, the sort of responses I would get back it, 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 in, in some ways, I think talking about our grief seems to give permission. Um, n- not that any of us should need permission, but I think it, because it can be so difficult, um, to, to feel like we can just sort of express the biggest, ugliest emotions that we have, uh, seeing somebody else do it can maybe enable or facilitate somebody else doing that um, and feeling and thinking, well, you know, actually, I'd really like to share uh, something that I've been grappling with. And so so the sort of uh, testimonies that I would get from other people, uh, whether it was tweeting or whether it was in response, whether it's been in response to something that I've that I've written and have published, um, you know, that, that's been, um, that's been wonderful on, you know, on, uh, you know, for, uh, for the reason that, you know, if that I, it, it seems as if I'm, I'm doing something that, that could perhaps help other people. And if that's possible, then, then I'm so glad um, I'm, 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 I'm grateful, uh, that, that that's something that I, that I can, that I can make something useful of this. Um, but also selfishly, uh, it, 
it, it did, it was, it, it, it's a comfort, uh, to, to not, to not feel as, as alone. Um, and in, in terms of the feeling of, of having to do something, I don't think I ever felt as if I, other than the sort of impulse of, oh my gosh, I have to, I, I have to, I have to reach to words, uh, to, to, um, to make something out of this because it, it's so, it's so overwhelming. Well, I was writing, I think, I think there was maybe, I think there was a month or two that I didn't do a lot of writing. Um, I, um, I was just basically on the couch crying into my cat. Um, and I, you know, I think I would, I would still post here and there, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really want to leave the apartment. Um, I, you know, people closest to me, you know, they would come over, I would go, um, one of my sisters lives in town, we would see each other. Uh, but, but yeah, it was, it, you know, there was part of, part of it, I didn't want to inflict myself on other people. And I also just didn't, I, I, in, in the, that, those really early months, um, as you said it, you know, it is, it's just sort of this feral time, you know, you're, you're learning, you're, you're basically learning the world all over again. You're learning how to be in the world, uh, where your mother isn't. And for me, for somebody who is so privileged, uh, to have had a mother, who, you know, every, every relationship has its complexities, but, you know, by, you know, but to have had a mother, uh, who, where there was so much mutual love and, and understanding, uh, who had always taken just wonderful care of me, um, to have had that privilege and, you know, which then sort of makes my, my grief over her loss, a, a privilege of its own, you know, that, um, you know, it, it's a, you know, I think I'll be learning, I'll be learning the world without her for the rest of my life. I, and, um, I'll, um, and I'll be trying to figure out, uh, and sort of, experimenting with different ways and different places to put, uh, my, my grief, uh, for, for, for years to come. So I think, yeah, especially in those early months, um, you know, I think it, 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 you gradually get to a place where you're able to, to, to do that work, but, also maybe return to yourself a little bit. Um, but initially it felt, 
um, just insurmountable um, to to be all of the things that I thought I was that I expect myself to be and and also to to be to be grieving and so I yeah I spent I spent a lot of time more, much more time alone than I ever had um, and uh, you know I you know and I get very anxious about um, my husband going anywhere because I get really really uh, terrified of any, of something happening to him and, and that, and that still happens, uh, sometimes. Um, and, uh, and then in, in terms with, in terms of the, the creativity, you know, it was, it, it felt so weird and I, but I, I would, I would, I would have sort of, you know, I had ideas here and there, um, relatively early on, I, I really wanted, I really wanted to write something about, uh, the music that mom and I listened to together. Um, it just, it was just something that I, that I really wanted to do. Um, and so, um, I thought, well, you know, what the hell I, and I, um, I talked to somebody uh, that I knew at Pitchfork, and so that resulted in an essay. And I and I'm very very glad that I wrote that essay uh, because, um, you know, I think it was I, I do think it was sort of um, a um, it was it it did turn into part of all of this for me, part, part of the process. Um, I, I think it did help me, uh, to, uh, to think a little, you know, more lucidly about, um, about the way I'm remembering her and, and, um, and, and about the different places that I can go to remember her. Um, and, and I also did, I got a lot of, really lovely responses from people who, you know, who had also lost parents and, um, and who, um, you know, were, I, I, for, and, and who related to, uh, just to some of, of what I, uh, to what I wrote about. And, and, and so I'm, I'm glad for that, but, but there was, there, was this sort of queasy feeling of, um, you know, how am I doing this so soon? You know, it's, you know, my mother hasn't been gone for two months and I'm, I'm writing something, how, you know, how am I doing this? And, um, but at the same time, you know, I, I think, uh, every time I write something, uh, about losing her, I'm, I am in a, I am at inhabiting a different moment of it that that was early um and and that piece i think you know that is um i'm 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 really badly i'm really skittish about rereading things that i write uh but i i imagine that that piece is probably different in a lot of ways well it's definitely different in a lot of ways from the piece that i uh the long reads piece because um you know a year and a half later I'm, it, 
thinking about losing her, it's not just about the loss, but also thinking about what it means to document that loss. So, um, and, and, and so, yeah, I, I, I think in it, in, uh, um, in writing that, that has more or less been, been part of, uh, the way I've, I've grieved and, and that I've also, uh, sort of that I've, uh, parsed the grief. My book sold in, uh, mid June of 2017. And then my mother died less than six months later. It was just a really, really, um, wild, uh, (laughs) turn of events. Um, and, um, so, um, so I, you know, I, 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 I tried to work on it, but it, but it did by, by, I would say by February, uh, or March, March of 2018, I, I sort of realized, oh, okay, I think I'm going to need a little bit of a little bit of space because it's one thing to it's one thing to write an essay, it's one thing to um, to say, okay, I'm going to devote uh, this discrete amount of time to this activity today, um, and that felt doable for me. Um, in the, in the, in the following months. Um, but writing a book, um, that despite the fact that it's not a memoir, just, uh, it, you know, it still has memoir elements to it. And my mother is there that, um, the, the enormity of that project just, I think that just felt, um, beyond me, uh, briefly. And then, um, but then, uh, you know, sometimes I do, I also really thrive on, um, on tight deadlines. Um, you know, I'll, I'll sort of, uh, lose it at first and then, uh, but then just, uh, but then just kind of throw myself into it. And so I think there was a, when I, uh, in the last uh, months leading up to when I turned in the first draft of my manuscript, I think that in its way was helpful, even though, you know, it could be hard. It was, I was still, you know, I'd be writing and still beating back uh, the desire to just go and sob about how much I miss mom. Um, and it, it was just this really, I mean, it, it was, it was crappy. It, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's really no way to sugarcoat, uh, trying to write a book when you're in deep grief over your mother is just, uh, it, it is not, uh, well, I, you know, logistically I cannot have that experience again. So, you know, I, I am, I am kind of glad, uh, that, uh, that I won't have to, uh, because, uh, it, it, it was awful. Uh, sometimes, um, sometimes the, the really urgent need to just focus, uh, was helpful if I could really lose myself in the work that I was doing that, uh, that sometimes was a respite of its own. And then, 
And then other times it was just like, uh, you know, trying to work while um, I was also taming a beast, a wild beast. So having this sort of uh, disembodied space uh, out in, um, you know, where we sort of put ourselves out into the ether and, uh, and engage with uh, one another there. Um, I think uh, in some ways that can be, uh, that, that can be helpful when the actual physical uh, labor of, uh, of, of getting ourselves out the door and then, uh, finding the words, uh, to, to actually engage with people face to face and, and to be a certain way and to conduct ourselves a certain way. Um, you know, we don't have to do all that now, you know, I, there's also the argument that, uh, that can sort of cause us to, to lean too heavily on, uh, on social media, uh, on the internet, uh, and uh, and use it as uh, as an excuse to to not uh, go out into the world when maybe it would be it would be healthy for us to do so. I have three voicemails um, that I have saved on my phone and. Um, one of them is from a birthday, my birthday. I, I, I think I have some emails here and there. Mom didn't, uh, she wasn't really, um, she didn't really like to write emails. She, she wasn't, um, confident in her ability to express herself, which, um, you know, was unnecessary. She, she expressed herself well. Um, she, she had a Facebook account, you know, she didn't really post a whole lot on it. Actually, she was very cute. Um, she would, she would go through and look through photos that my two younger sisters and I, um, had posted and then she would choose ones that she liked and then she would make a little album and, uh, where she would post and then write a little caption. Um, and that was her way of showing her friends what we were up to. And, and it was very, it was very sweet. So thanks to Rachel Verona Cotti for uh, speaking to me about such a personal subject and getting to such amazing detail about how she's grieved for her mother. Um, Rachel has a book out called Too Much in February 2020 and I'll put all the details in the show notes. Do check it out. It's not about grief, um, but it does look absolutely fascinating. And uh, yeah, just uh, that was one of those conversations that you have in life um, that you you didn't know you could have. So I'm glad that we did it. Thank you, Rachel. But for now, goodbye.